the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. That's exactly what we do. Get you caught up with the people, the organizations that are making San Antonio a better place to live. I'm excited about this next uh, guest we're going to talk to. Dr. Anna Downey is the uh, Director of Community Outreach with Town Twin Village. You may not know what it is, but boy, when this is over, you're going to be smiling too, and you may even want to take a tour, and Anna's going to tell you how we can do that. Anna, welcome to uh, In The Loop. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you, Milton. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and did I get your title right, Director of Community Outreach? Yes, sir, you sure did. How about that? Well, this is this is exciting, because uh, I did take a tour, um, uh, and it is an incredible story, and let's... Give us the mission of uh, Town Twin Village first. The mission of Town Twin Village is to provide permanent housing for our residents. Um, so I say that with uh, it, this has been definitely a faith journey throughout the um, last, I don't know, six or seven years. Um, and who are your residents? Our residents are unhoused individuals who are 50 years and older, who are chronically unhoused, as defined by HUD, and who have a disability. So we're trying to provide housing for individuals who are very vulnerable on our streets. So I hate to do this, but for explain, is, is there a difference between what I might have called homeless and unhoused? Uh, they're, they're somewhat synonymous, I believe, in today's age. There are different types of homelessness, and um, what, who we serve are those that are um, not couch surfing. Uh, they are okay. literally on the streets without uh, shelter. Okay. Um, talk a little bit about, so how long is, is, is Town Twin, uh, were you a part of it from the get-go? I was not, okay. um, but I was very fortunate to know two of the individuals who have been um, with it from the beginning, uh, our board chair, Mark Wittig, and um, the vice chair, Dr. Chris Lachey. So the Housing First Community Coalition, also known as HFCC, was founded in 2017 um, because there was a need, as uh, Dr. Chris Blachet saw with her work with the Catholic Worker House on Nolan Street, um, there was a need more than that included more than hospitality services. So the Catholic Worker House is historically, it was founded in 1985 by D. Sanchez, and they have histor- historically provided care and comfort to those who are um, who are unhoused, who are poor, who are marginalized, who are hungry. And, and so that worked for, for a long time. But then in 2017, the Housing First Community Coalition Board was formed because we wanted to do more. And after 
many years. In 2019, the board found uh, a plot of land after searching for years and years and years. And that land is where our campus is located, and that is on Dietrich Road, the former site of the Town Twin Drive-In. Yeah, so that makes perfect sense. Uh, now now the name makes sense and it's easier to remember, but that's... Um, so talk a little bit, um, if you will, <coughs> excuse me, about... Um, so you buy the land, what happens next? Well, but then we do rezoning, we uh, hire an executive director. Um, so we had our ribbon-cutting ceremony on May 12, 2021, and uh, we were still with masks on, I believe, at that time. But then for another five or six months, nothing was done. So basically, over the last two years, you were able to see what we've accomplished when you toured, I believe, last week. Yep. So we are building, um, we will be, at the end of the project, we will be home to um, 207 unhoused individuals. And our residents will reside in either a tiny home or an RV or an apartment building. So we've just been busy developing and um, working and creating policies and processes from for such things as resident selection to feeding our residents and to volunteerism as well. And the um, I was just curious too. The uh, I, I don't want to say it this way, but the the longest resident who has lived there. How long have they been there? The whole two. Uh, well, you said the ribbon cutting took place in 2021. So, yes, sir. We just became operational in April of okay. 2023. We moved our first residence in, I believe, 13 at the time. Um, we are getting ready to. We currently have 45 residents, and we are getting ready to um, bring in another 15 residents who will now have homes. And they haven't had homes. Um, our average time of spent on the street for our residents is about eight years. Um, let's do this. We're going to keep talking, uh, Anna, but our guest, Anna Downey, uh, is the Director of Community Outreach with Town Twin Village, or Town Twin Village. We're talking to her about this great project. Um, if folks want more information, Anna, what do they do? They can call me. They can go to our website. Our website is housingfirstsa.org. They could uh, send me an email. My, my contact information is on the website. I will also go ahead and give my cell phone. It is 513-309-3890. I'm happy to um, take any calls and to provide any tours for anyone interested. It takes a village to build a village, <laughs> and so I'm very grateful for this opportunity. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, interesting with the the group that I took the tour with. Um, you know, I I got it and 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 began to understand and and see the vision. But it's fun to watch other people uh, also mm -hmm. pick up mm -hmm. on it and then begin to have ideas. Or do y'all do this? Or you know, um, mm -hmm. what was what is it's hard to describe on the air, so we'll do maybe a virtual tour, I guess, or we'll do our best. Um, what are some of the things um, that you needed to to build besides just the housing uh, okay. that 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 I, Town Twin has? 
Yes, sir. So um, when the land, when, when the board was looking for land, a uh, really important piece of that search was location and proximity to a bus line. Uh-huh. So we are located on Dietrich Road. And um, something that's special about Town Twin Village is when the board was formed um, and, and started working and searching for the land, San Antonio was identified as one of the biggest cities in the country that did not have a permanent housing solution. And Town Twin is that. We provide permanent housing, housing um, along with wraparound support. So not only will individuals live on our campus, but there will be access to our medical clinic that is slated to open at the beginning of 2024. And then there is another building called the Dorothy Day House of Hospitality. That's the Catholic worker moving from Nolan to our campus. And that building will not only provide hot meals, three three meals a day to our residents, but it will also provide meals for unhoused guests across the city. Not only will they be um, individuals be able to come and have a meal, but they'll have access to a shower, they'll have access to laundry machine, they'll have an access to a pantry, and to our medical services in the medical building, including dentistry, uh, um, podiatry, mental health, physical health. So we're really proud of the collaborative effort of serving not only our most vulnerable um, in San Antonio, but the neighborhood in which we live as well, and then those still living on the streets. What were some of the um, challenges, if you will, of, uh, so you mentioned all the, the, the things that you have um, with a group of people that, that you are helping and assisting and, and providing houses for. Were there sp- special needs that you wanted to, to kind of take into consideration? And in turn, you mentioned uh, health, you mentioned mental health, things like that. Yes, substance a, abuse, uh, yeah. counseling, um, just just what you can imagine. Uh, we and and what's so special? I mean, there are obstacles in life, um, but what is so powerful? My experience, and I've just been working um, with Town Twin this year, um, but my experience is the collaboration um, of the city, of the county, of the over a thousand churches in San Antonio, of other nonprofits, of businesses, of restauranteurs, um, on the Riverwalk and, you know, all over the city. So I think the it's very beautiful, the compassionate community that we are forming. Um, it really is, is, it's amazing too. You mentioned that and we talked about that too. Uh, when we met the other day, and that is all the different agencies that work together. And some of those agencies actually recommend, I think, that that they've, they come across people that are qualified to be a town twin village, don't they? And they kind of uh, nominate them or recommend that they, they, they get involved in the program? Yes, sir. We call it um, uh, the resident selection process, and it was very innovative. Uh, we will be doing uh, doing it a couple of different ways, but what we have maintained since we started bringing uh, people in to uh, have homes and sign a lease, because our residents do sign a lease, um, is the outreach workers from organizations such as 
Haven for Hope, mm-hmm. Sam Ministries, the Center for Healthcare Services, the City of San Antonio, SARA, which is South Alamo Regional Alliance for the Homeless, the Catholic Worker, the outreach workers from those organizations, the VA, they get together and they advocate for people that they have been serving for maybe a month, for maybe a year, for maybe five or ten years. And they present their uh, clients, for better word, um, to the committee, and then the committee ranks them as to who is the most vulnerable, who needs to get off the street now. Um, and that's how we do the selection. So another question that's, uh, so now this opened officially, the first people moved in in May? Is that what you said? In this April. Year? April of in this April. year. So I'm always curious, and you were there prior to that, correct? Yes. So... From your personal standpoint, what have you learned um, as as you've gone on? Maybe things that you expected uh, and didn't, or I don't know, just kind of, is. were there any moments where you went, man, that this is, this is great, or it's like, oh, we never thought of that, we got to do this now? I wish you could see me right now, because this, this question is making me smile. Oh, good. Um, and that's, that's because that's what this community has done, not just for the unhoused who are um, opening their door to their own home for maybe the first time in 25 years, Um, but it's the compassionate community in the midst of all the darkness that we see in our country, in our city, on our streets, in our world. We have this beautiful, compassionate community where healing is taking place. We recognize that we're broken, and that's okay. It's the healing that is is just so motivational. We imagine a lot of things. We don't know a lot of things, and we're not going to say we know everything because we don't. We will learn as our campus continues to grow. Are there other programs that you uh, kind of uh, use as uh, uh, programs to, to emulate? You mentioned that, that we were the first city are we one of the biggest cities that didn't have anything similar? Are there other cities yes. that do this as well? Yes. Well, that was when the board was formed. Okay. So there have been a few years past since then. But we did a lot of our research um, just right here in, uh, next to us in Austin. Okay. They have, a, they have a similar program. It's called Community First. And I would encourage listeners and even you, Milton, to check that out. Um, I've toured there several times. And um, it's a little different because their population is not the same as ours. Ours is 50 and older. Um, but we, we did a lot of research across the country and, and spent a lot of time in Austin to, to see the greatness that's taking place there at their community first village. Our guest today on In the Loop is Dr. Anna Downey. She is the director of community Re- outreach community outreach with Town Twin Village here in San Antonio. It's a terrific story. Uh, and... Uh, if you want to find the website, Anna, tell me if I get this right, housingfirstsa.org. You got and, it, Milton. And then, thank you. And then, um, will they find the phone numbers and stuff on there as well? Yes. Okay. Everything can be found on the website. You can, uh, you can sign up to volunteer. You can sign up to take a tour. You can sign up to um, donate. Uh, again, we, we will only survive um, with just numerous people joining our coalition. 
one of the things I noticed, and you kind of uh, mentioned it, was uh, that you have had uh, church support uh, at least a little bit already uh, in terms of uh, creating uh, uh, some gardens and things like that. Talk a little bit about how the community has come together, organizations, maybe businesses, and uh, and helped create the uh, the atmosphere, the look, the feel for a town twin village. There's that smile again, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's absolutely beautiful. Yes, churches um, of various faiths, and and <clears throat> excuse me, we worked with uh, the Reverend Ann Helpy, our our chaplain of the city of San Antonio. Um, with Wendy Holbrook, who's in charge of uh, Interfaith San Antonio. Um, so many churches have been involved, uh, non-denominational, you know. Um, I don't want to name five or six or ten or yeah, 20 then you leave one out. I'll leave so many out. <laughs> um, but it just it, it's a beautiful experience um, to be live in a city where we are trying to restore dignity to a population that's been treated pretty poorly by us. And you and I, um, I probably, I guess it's best not to mention names, but you and I, uh, I told you one of the people I met there and stuff. I'm, I'm just curious, have you seen transformation in the, the people that have moved in and are living there now? 100%. Oh, that's great. I mean, um, learning is not learning, growing, and healing is not linear. Um, I believe that as an educator, um, and I believe that now working with um, in housing. It's, do you know what I mean by that? Uh, you're, go ahead and explain it. No. I'm... So, so we have good days okay. today. And, and, but then we might go backwards, or we might go. It's just learning is 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 not a straight line, or a straight okay. line up, or a straight line down. We can go curves and loop de loops and and such. But yes, uh, the tran the transformation. Individuals living in community, um, as you know, Milton, our campus was very intentionally designed mm-hmm. to force community, and so we didn't know if it would work. But guess what? It does, and it is. We have um, neighbors helping neighbors. Uh, we have people wanting to water the flowers. Um, that was one of our first big collaborations with Oak Hills Church. Oh. And, um, and they did their serve day on our campus, and they have since been uh, consistently volunteering to help beautify our campus. And then just to provide companionship and, and spirituality um, experiences for our residents. The um, I was trying. Um, I've got two questions that were bumping in my head at the same time. Um, is there uh, before we get into how our listeners can help? That was one of them. But let's get into two. What What do you see coming up? I know obviously that you're going to do the the apartments have not been built yet. I see if I understand correctly. So that's coming. More of the uh, the homes are coming. Uh, anything else that, that, that you guys have said, you know what, it, and we've noticed a need for this, and we're going to do, the, uh, do this next? Well, we will. Um, so the community garden, will, the, the big community garden, will be at the completion of the project because it's in the front corner opposite the transportation pavilion. 
um, so the other side where the construction trailers are sitting. So we'll have a big community garden. We'll also have a big dog park um, because unlike a lot of housing forces across the country, many are not dog friendly. And we know that many of our residents um, and, and, and the unhoused across the country Pet lovers are pet lovers. They're not going to leave their dog or cat on the sh- uh, uh, in a kennel or someplace else. So we are pet friendly. No, I thought that was uh, that. Re- that was. W- there's a lot of things where, uh, if uh, you are not part of this, that you don't realize. And that was one of the ones that was like, oh, that makes perfect sense when uh, Mark was explaining that. That, yeah, people would rather just not find shelter than give up that pet that is their only companion at this point. And so that was really smart. Uh, the community garden is a great idea because uh, mm-hmm. I imagine it builds community spirit as well as provides what you're, what you're growing. Um, Mark mentioned too, uh, and talk about if, if this, or you may go, I don't know what he was talking about. Uh, the, the role of beauty uh, in, mm-hmm. in uh, town twin, uh, talk yeah. a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so if listeners or you're not familiar with Dorothy Day, I would surely do a Google search and maybe be inspired by a woman who um, was the founder of the Catholic Worker Movement. And don't be fooled by the word Catholic. We, the, 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 work, the work Catholic Worker serves people of all faiths. Um, she was very radical in, in the 1930s and 40s, and she believed that the world could be saved by beauty. And guess what? We do too. So you'll notice upon entering our campus, the colorful buildings, the beautiful landscaping, you'll notice in every aspect that we believe a great way to restore hope and dignity to our residents is by providing beautiful space for them to heal. Um, our guest today, Dr. Anna Downey, she is the Director of Community Outreach for Town Twin Village here in San Antonio. The website, housingfirstsa.org, and you'll find numbers, emails, places to contact. And that's where we'll jump to the next question. And maybe what we can do, we still have about five minutes left, is we'll break it down into different different areas. I, I want to know what our listeners, if this story has, uh, has touched their heart or made them curious, uh, what they can do. So is the first step taking a tour? Yes, sir. I would suggest taking a tour because it's very important for us to stay educated about these social issues. And there's a lot of um, stigma surrounding the unhoused. So I would, uh, part of our responsibility is to also educate and inspire others to to live as we should and to treat others as we should. So tour, absolutely. You could sign up for a tour by emailing me at Anna.downey, A-N-N-A dot D-O-W-N-E-Y at H-F Communitas, C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-A-S, Dot org. So again, Anna Downey, Anna.downey at hfcommunitas.org will allow you to reach out to me and schedule a tour. You could also do it on the website. And so that's a, a great way for just people to learn more. What are some other um, needs? I imagine 
donations are always good, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Donations, you can donate on our website as well. And we could also, um, we constantly need items such as um, bus passes, um, mm. art supplies. We have an Amazon wish list link. And so there are items that individuals can purchase, whether it be for activities, whether it be for clothing for our residents, um, that that's available on our website as well. Additionally, we need volunteers. We imagine, we envision our campus to be this hustling, um, I've lost my train of thought. (laughs) We envision it to be, (laughs) we envision our campus to be just this hustling, creative hub of activity and with people of all ages working um, together to, to maybe plant flowers, to maybe um, clean, help clean a resident's uh, a, a tiny home or RV. Uh, so we need volunteers, and that is all. That information can also be found on our website. Now you need volunteers as in individuals uh, can certainly volunteer, uh, and on the website. And I'm sorry, I don't know. On the website, does it say what you're looking for in particular? For volunteers? No, I'm. Yeah, I meant skills. Uh, the oh, skills. Um, well, we we or just call. Just just email call. Okay. There there are a variety of opportunities. Well, uh, Anna, what haven't we talked about that you wanted to to bring up? Anything? Yes, I just want to share with you, Milton, how the impact of this last year. Um, well, year every year on the winter solstice. Sam Ministry holds a prayer vigil at Milam Park. I attended it in December of 2022, along with Mark Wittig and Chris Plachet. And the number of individuals that died on our streets last year, 165. Hmm. That's significant. Yeah. We can do better, and we are doing better. We don't want people to die alone. We want people to have, respectfully um, have some dignity. So we don't even know the names of some of those individuals that passed, but we do know that they were someone's son, they were someone's daughter, they were someone's father, brother, sister, you get it. So think about that as you consider researching Town Twin on our website, as you consider touring, and as you consider how in America we have so many people dying on the streets. That's a great way this to... This is a solution. This is a solution to that because we are serving the chronically unhoused, and it's a beautiful solution. I encourage all to check it out. It's housingfirstessay.org. If you didn't get any of the information, you call me here at the station. I'll be happy to get it to you. We'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick. You join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.